0: Good morning, nerds. This is the A to Z podcast. I'm Zach Jackson. He's Andre Knott. Cleveland Scene, Honeymoon Grill, American Fireworks help make this happen. A to Z podcast.com, Facebook.com slash A to Z podcast. Give us a like if you haven't already and follow us on all your favorite social media accounts or at least most of them. We don't want to know what some of you do online at Dre Knott at Akron Jackson. Dre Knott. Good morning.
1: Good afternoon, sunshine. Happy to everybody. I'm actually somewhere where the sun is out, so well, you may get a sunnier you better get a sunnier uh, position for me than usual.
0: It, it's not here, so we we kind of had had a window today of when we want to do this, and we apologize if it ends up being a little short. But we had talked, and then when we actually got the phone connection about thirty seconds ago, uh we were talking about what we've been doing, what we will be doing, and I said I'm, I said I apologize. I didn't even know where you were until two hours ago. And Dre, your response was, "Why well, didn't either?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. It really is true. I'm not here to be one of those guys that complains, but when you travel the way that you have to travel in this job, there's a certain times you hear noises in a hotel, and you're like, Where am I? Where am yeah. I laying down at? Where am I at? What in the um, world is going I on? It was Boston there. earlier this week, and now it's Chicago. Um, and the crazy thing is, I feel like I was just in the same hotel room like like a month ago. So when I got in the room last night, like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. I looked around. I was like, I've made some stupid decisions, but am I in the same room I was just in like a month ago? (laughs) So I
0: got to tell this story speaking of things that are weird. So if you guys are listeners, you know my brother lives over um, not far from Pittsburgh. Hey gosh, I don't know, three or four weeks ago now, a good friend of mine was in a family wedding in Pittsburgh. So we had kind of talked, he and I and he and my brother. And uh, if I was able to get free, I was going to go over there for the night. My brother was going to meet me. We ended up, Priceline and their hotels.com, something like that. We got a cheap room. We stayed in downtown Pittsburgh. And then when um, the wedding activities were over, we met up with my friend who comes from a family of like, I don't know, seven or eight or nine kids. So I know a bunch of his brothers and their their whole family. And it, we ha- end up having a good night. And uh, obviously it was just me and my brother for a while while they were doing the formal activities. And I, I don't think I said this, Dre, uh, on the podcast. I might have. I kind of made a mental note. It was a Friday night, downtown Pittsburgh in May. And I saw a Browns Odell Beckham jersey. And it was just like, whoa, you know, because Pittsburgh, you see, they wear the jerseys all year round. There were Penguins jerseys everywhere. They'd been eliminated for three weeks at the time. Right. There were Steelers jerseys spanning many eras. And that's just kind (laughs) of what they do over there. And obviously, even if you go to a game and you're wearing Browns colors, it's kind of dangerous. So here it was nine o'clock or so downtown pittsburgh right in the thick of everything and just seeing it was kind of bizarre and we talked about it and anyway we had a good night so the other day on memorial day i caught up with my friend and a bunch of his brothers including the groom of the wedding and they told a story that just made me crap my pants larry nance <laughs> and <made> me, <laughs> when i came, when i got done spitting my white claw out i said i have to tell this on the podcast And they said, so, you know, the ceremony's going on. And I don't know his wife, but I'm assuming it was in downtown Pittsburgh because she's from there, right? I don't think they randomly, some some people that grew up in Northern Summit County randomly picked, uh, and they live in Northern Summit County randomly picked Pittsburgh. Well, anyway, they said the best man speech is going on, and there's this noise. And all of a sudden, everyone looks, and a guy at the head table who's had too much to drink is doing a Baker Mayfield chant during the best man speech in a wedding in downtown Pittsburgh. Oh. <laughs> and they oh. said everybody's looking at him and the speech just stops. And there he is chanting Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Oh. And I, you know, it's just it's it's a footnote. You don't know the people, it's not all that funny, but and, and we've been careful to point out that the Browns have not won shit yet, right? But it marks such a shift in philosophy. And I think, you know, just for the most fun part, especially in our jobs where we don't really care who wins, specifically most of the time, I just think it's great for the Browns and great for everyone listening here if the rivalry is back. It's on the Browns to do that. Uh, I've said many times November 14th is, is when they can validate all this talk. But that's something that over the last 10 to 20 years, you know, wouldn't happen. happened those two things, right? The jersey and the, yeah. and the chant. And you hear it and it's just like, wow, that's really good. I'm going to pass that along.
1: Yeah, it's been non existent and I think you said a key thing there. Um I don't disagree that it's cool to hear and it's fun and I and I smile. And I had a, a childhood friend DM me yesterday during a game and we were just talking. You know, you know, you do the whole how's your family, how's this, how's that? Um, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, enjoy these Indians' wins. He made like one of those jokes. That shouldn't be the title of this podcast. Um and then he went on he went on to say You know, just we were just talking, maybe talking about the Browns and just growing up in Northeast Ohio, how you have this, you know, glass half full or glass half empty, you know, viewpoint of the Browns. He's like, I just want the season to start. I'm sick of hearing, you know, like I'm almost, you know, what the media is doing and everything is doing is it's almost scaring me because, well, I grew up in Northeast Ohio. It's funny all the emotions we have, but the key thing that you said, they've got to prove it on that day. Like the rivalry isn't the rivalry because you because we have a quarterback or because you have a wide receiver that has an orange. $300,000 $300,000 car that no one in Cleveland could ever, could ever afford, but it's the right color. So he's, he's with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but until they win a game against the Steelers and then, and then compete in another, you know, and, 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 and both games, they compete. And that's, that's a weird thing to say. In Pittsburgh people are still laughing at us, you, you know, like, they're still like, okay, sure. Whatever. You guys got a new toy. Um, you know, we come here every year. You guys, you know, you, you keep saying you're coming. Are you? And, and you know, it's fine. And the fans, hey, as a fan, that's short for fanatical. So you should be, you know, you should be going crazy about it. But it don't mean a thing until you walk up the field and you see them with their heads held low because they lost.
0: No doubt. No doubt. Um, and, and, and I think we all know that. I just, I mean, it was one of those things, like, Obviously, when you've been around the Browns for as long as I have, you see all the jerseys, right? And, oh, yeah. I mean, Phil Savage used to talk about it openly. Like, right, our goal, yeah. like we're not in the jersey sales business, but we got to get to where guys are wearing, where people are buying the new jerseys, right? Where people are right. buying not the quarterback's where, yeah, jersey. And he's the quarterback for a okay. long time. I mean, think about it. We're going on 15 years since we had these conversations, right? And <laughs> It yeah, never happened. True. And in Pittsburgh, you know, you go and look. And I was just actually talking to Tom Reed a couple of weeks ago. Like, I don't think anywhere besides Baltimore do they wear the jerseys like that. You go to a Ravens game, and, yeah, you see the new ones. Yeah. But, man, you see this whole kind of golden era that they've had. It's not just Ray Lewis and Terrell Sucks and Ed Reed, right? No. You yeah, see yeah, Michael yeah, McCrary yeah. jerseys, right? Right. You see Jermaine right. Lewis you and do. Jamal Lewis jerseys. You see stony <laughs> freaking Case jerseys, right? And then that's Even more Brownsian than anything. Yeah. Right, but it was like it was notable. Like I said, I think we were both kind of standing at the same bar at opposite ends, and I was like, "Brody, Brody, do you believe that there is a guy wearing an Odell Beckham jersey in downtown Pittsburgh?" And he goes, "I, I, I cannot believe what I'm seeing." <laughs> then,
1: no, Bro. No, Brody. Brody said, "Does he have a killed one?
0: <laughs> and then I looked at Brody and I said, "I can't believe you're wearing a shirt. You're so grown up." now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway
1: uh, not far off from the truth people not far off from the truth no the funniest stories
0: are always the true ones right so
1: all right can i we uh, um good story good way to start um nba final start tonight we both agree that we won't have big conversations about it because game two will come up on sunday and we know everybody's time runs differently and we understand that and we appreciate your guys's patience um there's a lot of other things we can talk about but i gotta mention this because it just hit me because uh, i'm i got the tv on with no volume um Obviously, LeBron didn't make the playoffs this year. First time, speaking of 15 years, uh, that you don't see the King doing what the King does best, supposedly, because that's what he tells you. But I can tell you one thing that's been very awkward for me or very weird for me. And my age is different. I'm in my 40s now. I I move a little bit slower now. Uh, I see things through a couple different lenses now. I got to tell you, um, social media, LeBron, in the offseason when the playoffs are still going, not my favorite guy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he's just no. he's not
1: a guy that comes, not a guy that comes off as a guy that is just more like, and look, there's an awkwardness to all, to all people at different stages. There's an awkwardness to social media to me when you're a father, when you're more than just, and we all are this, but when you're more than just the, the billionaire basketball player, um, the, the cookouts in the backyard showing a bunch of guys sitting around smoking cigars. Like, I would, I would, I would, that's something I would expect to see from like my 25 year old nephew and cousins, not a 30 plus year old. But I guess that's, that's the world we live in. I'm like, what I'm admitting is I'm not saying that LeBron is wrong for this. It just comes off odd to me. But maybe that's because I grew up in an era of Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Danny, you know, Dan Marino. And you just didn't see these guys. And they didn't have social media. I was, I'm saying something out loud. He just is social media awkward in my opinion that's where i'll leave it well right
0: um you know i want to say tone deaf i'm not sure that's a thing uh
1: that's a good one
0: you know i want to i'm not sure that's an all the way right thing is what i meant to say um i want to say sit this one out i'm not lebron's boss right but like right look eight straight finals is up there for one guy is up there with the Warriors, win or lose the series. And I think we both agree they're going to win the series, right? It would be it'd no, make no. for hell of an interesting discussion if we sit here two weeks from now and they didn't. But you right. know, this is historic stuff. And he volunteered to walk away from that. And his team didn't yeah. even make the playoffs. So sit this one out,
1: right? <laughs> right. Lay low. Go be dead. Go to, the, go to the AAU games. I think the coolest thing about LeBron, you know I'm saying, that because this isn't a best LeBron thing. I'm not like... Um, we're not like 90% of the people that you hear on radio or television that feel like you got to bash or suck off one or the other. To me, in real life, we all have pluses and minuses, and we should be able to be adults and talk about them. Um, I do like seeing him as a dad, a basketball dad. Uh, that's not, you know, you know, it's just a basketball dad that's, that's pulling, the, you know, the, pulling the, the, the Reggie Jackson, uh, not the one that hit home runs in October, but yelling motherfucker at, at, at referees. That, LeBron, I like. <laughs> because yeah. that normalizes them. You know, like, that normalizes them. He seems like, or like, the, I don't mind that guy. As a matter of fact, that guy to me is a guy that should be shown more. A guy to just goes to his son's basketball games. But to sit in the backyard with the outrageous King things in the background, are you rapping songs like you're in high school with Tristan Thompson and people are mocking you left and right? That's not King like, man. That's that's 17 year old LeBron and St. V to me. I think that's the, like, to me, it's like, And, I look, who am I to tell somebody? I can be an idiot at times as well. I I put pictures up of my kids on social media, and then you may see me eating crickets (laughs) on social media. I just think that when you're in the, the spot that he is, like you said, you didn't make the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Not all your fault. You're not going through the finals for the first time in eight years. Not all your fault. But let's lay low a little bit. Maybe let's give it till you know, after Memorial Day before you show your ass. Yeah,
0: man, I kind of agree. Um, there was a lot. Yeah, j- j- just set this one up. <laughs> uh, right. First of all, we'll get role, to congrats and congrats, but congrats to the Raptors because, yes, they had to go get Kawhi to do it, but they made a really, really, really bold move. Uh, and, yeah. and LeBron leaving obviously helped, but that team, that organization had been hexed and defeated for a long time by that guy, right? And hey, yeah. They went out and did it. Yeah, so he's in all an right, interesting spot because as we've said many times there has never ever been and social media has, has something to do with this. Not, not all to do with this because LeBron played in the NBA for a long time before he got on social media, seven years if my public school math is correct. Right. Um, yeah, there's never been an, a current athlete hold that much power in terms of the, the business of sports being involved with all the things, the agency, the soccer team, the, all, all of that stuff. Um, so it is a little bit unprecedented, and he has earned that king label. But, man, he's still a player. And as we've said many times, like, that's the tiring part. There's many tiring parts about LeBron. But that, yeah. to me, is the real tiring part of did you want to be a player or not, right? Because right, right, just, yeah. just be that. And, and, and every time you want to have an honest discussion about LeBron, it comes back to two things. One, he has done things that we haven't seen and even if they're not completely unprecedented, they've done as well as has ever been done.
1: Right. Right? For sure.
0: And for two, like, especially here, two, two fat kids from Akron talking about it, he has done numerous things off the court to make our communities better, multiple communities, right? So Absolutely. So that's always Absolutely. part of it. But I think it's more than fair, LeBron at 34 years old playing in the NBA, uh, voluntarily walking away from that streak that stands among any in sports It's more than fair to say, (laughs) Um, you know, because someone brought this up to me, and I don't think I've said this on the podcast. It's one thing to be a producer and want to be a movie star and be involved in all that. Who would turn that down? Who in any walk of life would turn that down unless it's just not your personality? But guess what this person said to me? Isn't the next show that any of them make that's good going to be the first? has any I mean the barbershop is the worst fucking television show I've ever seen in my life. I love the concept. I love the thought of unfiltered athletes, notable names, right. guys that have made it in more than just sports, more than just music, more than just entertainment, right? But have you ever watched that and thought it's anything but cringeworthy? worthy
1: no. no. It, it, it is and, and it's a great idea but it's it is It's forced. It's awful. It's awful. Yes, yeah, it's very forced. It's very But you know what what they don't realize yet? And this is something all kids should realize. They're allowing LeBron to produce and put these shows out while he's still LeBron. In 10 years, do you think the barbershop will be around or any show like that? Do you think some production company is going to hand him a check and say, "Go do whatever you want"? Yeah. The only how he's going to, you know like that they're, he's striking while the while everything is hot. That's what you tell everybody to do. He's a hot commodity right now. HBO's taking a swing for the fences. Why would they not? When you consider how TV is changing and how. Cable packages are changing left and right daily and how people are going away from cable. Right now HBO's in a spot where you know they they got to you know try anything they can to keep the attention upon them. I get that, and I don't think they're wrong for that. I think that's smart business. That's how business works. But to me, in 15 years, you're not going to see LeBron James. Maybe, maybe not, uh, but I, I doubt he's going to be a mogul in the TV movie business. I think they use his name right now because it's a hot name, and and why would you not? I think that, I think in any business in any business situation you have to pay attention to why does this company really want me right now? I don't know if LeBron has anyone around him to say that to him that way honestly and that scares me. But that scares me with all people that are in big business because usually like, you got to strike when the iron's hot. I don't blame them, but I'd be very careful of what I would agree is doing and not doing. But this is his life. He'll figure it out. He's a king, right?
0: Um quick question. And I, and I I feel yep. ba- a little bit guilty that I didn't bring this up because I know what kind of week you've had. Are you aware of the LeBron Jr. video that got on the internet?
1: Is that real? That's sure looks real to me. Um, ah, dude, I don't know what's real and what's not real anymore With all these people who are on uh, social media. But go ahead.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, it's part of a, a larger discussion that we've had for a long time. Um and as you know, we've been invited many places. We're honored every time to go out and talk about our experiences and social media and all that. And what's the first thing I always say? Guys, let me talk to you, Let not let me lecture you, because when I was your age, if there had been social media, I'd have been a lot of trouble.
1: Uh, right. <laughs> I'd right. have been any. We both did. I'd have no said doubt. a lot
0: of dumb shit. Um, no doubt. You know, I think that's a product of two things. One, obviously, kids being kids. Um, right. Um, you know, another, it's a product of of how we talk to each other and what we feed our kids on social media, on YouTube, in music, all of those things, you know, and hopefully what it is. And again, uh, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but hopefully it's a great lesson for LeBron to grab Brownie and say, okay, this is good because we got this out of the way. Right. 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 It's not fair for you to be 13, 14 years old and have to live your life away from this when you are growing up in the cell phone camera generation, but right. we named you LeBron James Jr. <laughs> you, you've stuck with that name. You've chosen basketball. Right. You know, we've got we do that. I put myself out here, so therefore you are out here. This is unavoidable. And this shit can't right. fly because it's just not a good look. So hopefully.
1: It's not a good look. It's not a good, you're right. And, and I I don't disagree or discre- digress when you say, you know, I named you LeBron James because that's not that kid's fault. And that kid really, if he really did it, because I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm 50-50 on it. That was really his words. Um, but regardless, it's a great lesson because you know it got into LeBron's house in Brentwood. Regardless, it's a great lesson as to who you are, what you are, and everything you do will be looked at and will be underneath the microphone, magnifying glass for the rest of your life. Right. And whether you like it or not, that's just the place in life you've been placed. Right. Uh, and then, of course, I put the, the golden tag upon you by putting my name on you. Yeah. <laughs> everything you do is under a microscope and I think it's a lesson to all of us. And I, hell, you know, the first thing I thought was I was embarrassed for LeBron James and his family because like you said, could you imagine at thirteen what you and I would have been like on Snapchat or somewhere else, you telling me we wouldn't have said some stupid shit or, or I was some about, song?
0: I was about that age, the first time I ever heard those words. I can tell you that. I threw a little party right. slash Bonfire. And somebody brought over Dr. <laughs> Dre the Chronic and I was like Yahoo. the who the what <laughs> The who and the what? <laughs> uh, shit.
1: I mean, I, I mean, can tell you for
0: sure that's the first time I ever heard the N-word was right there in my backyard that night. Um, I'm not sure I knew what a dime bag was. I probably played along. That's the first time I had ever heard that discussed, right? Um, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Uh, yeah, so it is totally different, and kids have to know. Uh, I got buddies that go through it that that have kids that are adults in number only that have social media accounts that seek social media validation followership that have a few drinks whether they're 21 or not click that live button and away they go to the Uh, point that i don't even tattle on them i just say i i I can't believe they do this (laughs) you know
1: i'll I'll Um, take it a step further i'll take it a step further my older sister has a son who's doing great both of her sons are doing great but he's doing music in, in atlanta and we all know the i can see people roll their eyes but he's actually doing pretty good so far, and he's an idiot on social media, in my opinion, in his uncle's opinion. But I'm 41 years old, and I don't think about life like he does. He's actually made some records. He's actually doing every, every all right. But every post he has has him with some connotation of smoking weed, which I get in 2019 or whatever 21. It's a little what, what year. Are we? 19. <laughs> I know it's a little bit. I know it's a little bit more not as risque as it maybe it was for me growing up. But I cringe, and finally I said something to my sister during spring break or during spring training, and she sl- and she laughed, and she's like, she's like, you know what? She's like, I don't even follow him on social media. She goes, I know of it. She goes, I know how to find it if I really want to look. She goes, but it's just, she goes, I'm at that point now where I don't need to see everything he does on social media because if I do, I'll be trying to parent him every day of the rest of my life. And she's like, that's not what I'm here for. She goes, I don't like everything he's done. I've told him. I told him it doesn't make me, you know, smile happily. But It's his life. He's 21 years old. What am I going to
0: do? Yeah, I mean, I I would say like this, kids. Um, I only follow baseball from afar. But we're 60 (laughs) games into the season, and I haven't heard Josh Hader's name. I only know it because of last year's incident, right? Wow. (laughs) Uh, Great point. You know, like there's all sorts of kids that give scholarships away and give jobs away. Um, and, again, we're not going to give away our social media lecture because, shit, we should start charging. But, um, no <laughs> you know, if you're of a video that's going to live forever, let it be of you sitting the other way at the head table with the wedding chanting Baker Mayfield when you're 35, um, not when no you're uh, 17. Well, and, at,
1: 30, at 35, that's him. a little bit. 35, <laughs> that's a little ridiculous, too, to be honest. But it doesn't surprise me. Well, well all,
0: what, all. what advice did Marshall Mathers, could we send him to him? will smith don't have to cuss in his raps to sell records well i do so fuck <laughs> him and fuck <laughs> so you I too do. one, one of the great lines in rap
1: history oh <laughs> uh, detroit's finest <laughs> anyways uh, um, how is that what you came back to you sound like lebron jr <laughs> do you really think that was him
0: <laughs> well put it this really way think that was home? i'm 50 years old right and I grew up right. in a family where my parents cuss, and I've been cussing for a long time, and we've been saying the F word to each other for a long time. But there are words in that Bronny video that, if I ever said in front of my mom, she would hook my ear at fifty and wash my mouth out with soap.
1: Right? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure LeBron's mom, if that's him, did the same thing. Yeah.
0: So Le- and, and, LeBron's mom. mom isn't. I'm not trying to judge the kid. I, I hope it's a great life lesson. I, I think it's just a lesson for us all. You know. Um, right. I just cringe. I see videos. And, and I watch him, uh, you know. But the first thing you do for when something happens, a fight breaks out, someone's doing a funny mo Like, everybody has their cameras out. It, it's bad culture, man.
1: It is. Live. I know. There's a video. I just saw it. It's funny you say that. I saw a video last week. It's an older video. You may have seen it. I think it's in Baltimore, Maryland, where two kids, probably two junior high, young high school kids are fighting. And an older guy stops them in the middle of the street after school, and he goes, stop, look. He's like all your friends are laughing at you. They all got their cameras out. They all are looking at you. They're all laughing. Do you think these these dudes really care about you? Do you think these people care about you? They think you're a joke. And the video is is so damning to the society that grabs the phones, laughs, and yells out "world star" rather than breaks up the fight. I'm and don't get me wrong. I'm like you. I spend I spend countless hours of my life on a bus, leaving a ball field, going to whatever city looking at ig stories or watching people fight or watching stupid comics try to make people laugh i do it too we're all addicted it doesn't mean it's right no it's
0: really dumb is what it is so it really yeah. is
1: um you want to talk let's talk toronto real quick and i'm gonna have to roll quickly then maybe we can do something else in a couple of day or two um you want to give you want i'm not gonna take your congrats or take your congrats from anyone um i'll say this quickly I think that you mentioned this a little earlier. I think the Toronto situation should make every GM in the NBA show that be aggressive. If you feel something, you think it can work, go do it. Um, Yes. You may say Toronto had a one-year run, but you know what, for that country, for that town, it's a one-year run that they'll never forget because they've never been there. Um, And and so they had the right people in the right pieces put together. They were ready for the situation. They pounced upon it. And and maybe they win a game or two. I, I really do think they have a chance to win a game or two because it's the best defense that Golden State has seen. Uh, but whether they do or whether they don't, they've had a year to remember sports-wise in Toronto because they were willing to pull the gun on a move that many people cringed at.
0: No doubt. And it's not just as simple as that. You have to get to that point. But, you know, I think, Dre, for all of us old white folks, and yes, I'm speaking for all of us that sit there and say, I hate the NBA because nobody stays in one place for too long. Because these guys only care about themselves and their brands and their logos and their IG shit and all of that. I'm not saying anything's wrong with that, that thought or, or that theory, um, any of those things. I'm saying when you're in the league, when you're involved, you better embrace that, right? You get a chance to go for it, you better go for it. I think we've seen that. This isn't the only case. Right. I think, you know, you can, um, the name of the game is to go, is to go and win that one championship. Um, it's hard to do. Obviously, we've had a dynasty um, this decade. You know, we've seen uh, in the previous decade the same two or three teams over and over again. I think you're just your line of thinking has to shift into let's go for it, let's do it. And, um, you know, I credit the Raptors. And, and I think, again, this is Thursday afternoon. We're only about four hours from tip off as we sit here and record. So we're not going to go too far deep. But, man, I think that place is going to be rocking, you know, and no I think no. it, it's been well earned. And hopefully, regardless of what happens with Kawhi. Um, You know, this is something that that they remember and that propels the organization kind of going forward. The other thing to the players, and look, I know I take the the dorky journalist side nine nine times out of ten. That's who I am. That's what I do. But when you sign these one-year contracts, then questions about your next destination are fair game, specifically if you've left your hometown team before, right? So nobody wants to spend the playoffs, the time when winning matters over everything else, talking about who's going where next. But is this not the world we live in, and the situation they've created by doing this? Hmm.
1: I mean, is it killing? The, is it killing the NBA? No, it's not at all. Okay, then that's my like. I know that like there's a segment of people that don't like it, um. But that's kind of life. Like that, the life, the lifeblood of the game is the players. Um, that's just how it is in, in all sports, right? If you don't have the players, you don't have. The, you don't really have anything to sell. Everybody loves the game of baseball. Everybody loves the game of football, and basketball, but without star players, it just ain't the same. That's some dudes that got kicked out of the hotel when the AFL, or whatever that league was, just said it was done. Everybody liked the game, but anybody wanna pay no money to watch some some has-beens play football. <laughs> like, and that's so you're at like there's give and take with this, and the give and take in basketball right now is that players have this this they have the cachet and they're going to go where they want. And, you, and some of it's good, some of it's bad. Um, is, it, is it weird that, that they are going to watch the NBA Finals and there's not one feeling in me that thinks that we'll ever see Kawhi Leonard after these next five, six games ever again in a Toronto Raptors jersey? Does that make me feel great? No, but that is what sports are today.
0: No, you're right. You're right. Um, you know, it, it, Adam Silver would tell you, I think, that it's not good. For for business for uh, that discussion, Kevin Durant, Kawhi, K- Kyrie, to to be taking place right now, but he'll also tell you the drama's good for the league in general, right? Hell yeah! Hell I mean, I'm gonna tell you proportionally. I'm I'm not saying anything I haven't said ten times before. Me following the drama, the proportion of doing that is way more than I watched the league from October 27th till April 10th. <laughs> you know, right? So, right. Yeah. Um, Yeah, let's see. Look, I I know we're short on time. Let's get to congrats and congrats here. Our new segment is sweeping the nation, or at least the five or six of you that tweeted about us or texted it to us last (laughs) time. Um, You know what congrats is if you're a long-time listener to AZ. If not, follow the context. Don't be a dummy. Um, You want to start or you want me to start?
1: You can start. Okay.
0: Uh, Let's see. Congrats to the city of Toronto, to Kawhi Leonard, to all involved. A really cool thing. Congrats to the Milwaukee Bucks who completely collapsed. And I know Kawhi came and took it from you to an extent, but you held leads, you had home court, you had all the momentum, and this is going to be a tough one to overcome. And really, um, congrats on sitting at home and and watching the rest of the finals.
1: Those are pretty good ones. Those are pretty good ones. I would say um, congrats. To the Milwaukee Bucks daughter's own, uh, daughter owner's daughter, excuse me. She came up with a great job in being and playing right along with the NBA logo and everything about being a uh, part of the NBA by wearing a T-shirt, a Pusher T T-shirt. If you don't know the background, basically Pusher T and Drake don't get along. Uh, they had a they had a beef back last summer, a rap a rap beef, if you may say, uh, that was pretty hot amongst the kids and her wearing a Pusher T-shirt. Um, was over the top, and it went right at Drake, and it was a middle finger to Canada. I loved it. I got to admit, as an adult, I should not be involved in this, but I love the pettiness of the NBA, and she played into it. But when you lose, the one other A to Z rule that you guys all know, in this day and age, you only get one of two things, baby. You get a ring, or you get the Jordan face. So, congrats to the Bucks' daughter's owner. Way to keep the way to keep the fine line and what really makes the NBA tick going, but you lost. I also have to give a congrats to Drake for being a complete jackass in everything that he has been able to do to be a part of this, of this NBA Finals. I hope that he lays back a little bit. Drake, until you make a jump shot and stop wearing every other body's teams that loses jerseys, you have no credibility. I know the NBA Finals is in your country and Canada. Congrats to you for that. But stop being a jackass just because you have a million dollars and just because you ain't all the way black don't mean you can run up and down on the court and not get arrested. <laughs> Spike Lee with Spike Lee, you remain Drake.
0: Well, we're going to have a conflict uh, here because I would say congrats why? to anyone who spends one real ounce of energy getting mad at Colin Cowherd or Drake. It's about the games, people. Well, it's about yes, show it uh, gamesmanship and uh, inter not not gamesmanship. It's about entertainment value, and selling, and sparking drama, and making it sizzle. Okay. Drake's not hurting okay, anybody. He's a yes. Okay, he me, is a clown. He's, he's acting like a clown. If you're really getting mad, if you really think that had anything to do with the outcome, like when I heard the the Bucks coach make those comments, what did I text you? He's probably right, uh, but yeah. you know what the proper response is. There, we got Ignore. enough problems. We don't got to worry about the guy. We got enough side. problems.
1: Yep. Well, all right. Are you all right? To go a step further, though, uh, congrats to Baker. I'm just gonna say, man, leave Cowher alone, Colin alone. Just leave him alone. It, it, I get that's what he does and everything else, but you cannot fight these small fights. And I know somebody's going to come after me And it. I don't care. I'll probably just block you anyway. I don't care anymore. I, I, to me, it's just a small – why deal with the small fish, man? There's some bigger fish to fry way up ahead. Let, cow, let that dude be who he is. Please leave Amen. that boy alone.
0: One more question before we continue. Isn't our okay. trophy or Jordan face philosophy slash theory – Isn't that kind of the roots of the congrats, congrats segment?
1: Yes, it is. I think it plays perfectly off of it. I think it works. It does, because that's where our life is. There's no middle ground anymore. There's no gray area. You're Um, either a winner or a loser. Congrats
0: to anyone that's really mad about Odell Beckham. Yes, he could have endeared himself to his new organization and his teammates by showing up even if he didn't practice. Yes, as Freddie Kitchen said, he probably missed some installation of the offense. But go ahead and give Odell Beckham a big F for April and May. We'll see you in September through December. That's what counts. The guy's been on league for six years. Get a life. And
1: I, leave this, and I leave this podcast on this. Congrats to Zach Jackson for just getting blocked by Tony Grossi
0: the guy who on the radio this week said that Belichick had to draft a right-footed punter because the Browns signed a left-footed punter after the draft uh, math matters uh, be good folks hey uh, American Fireworks they'll sell you a lot of fireworks they're open online all the time 24 7 at American they're right there in Hudson go to the new honeymoon grill it's big it's beautiful check it out go to a to z podcast.com and catch up leave a review spread the word we love you we got something special uh, cooked up here. i, yeah. I got to find out what the it's schedules done. are going to be. we got a special edition we coming up. we got some week. interviews lined up. Week. And, uh, Drake, yeah. glad we took the time. Talk to you guys next time yep. on A to Z.
1: Konnichiwa, Zach Jackson, no Tony Grossi for you.